Good morning. It is September the 12th of 2022 and it's about 8 a.m. for me. It's an early morning. It feels earlier than it actually is. It feels like it's about like six or seven. I'm still in a very like early awakened stage. So I like to record podcasts at this time of day because I just feel like things flow a little bit more. I'm less in my head and less in the day and I'm still in that very open space. So uh, yeah, we have quite a bit to discuss today. I don't have much of a outline or um, like a particular topic with like five steps. This is more of a free flow conversation. I hope that you all enjoy these types of monologues. I said conversation and then I realized it's just me. So <laughs> I don't know if that counts as a conversation, but I hope that you all are enjoying these types of podcasts. If you are, please let me know. Um, I mean, honestly, that's been the style of my podcast for since the beginning. So I'm assuming that you do <laughs> if you listen, but sometimes we doubt the things that people are naturally drawn to us about so I guess this is just me having that moment of wondering like are people even enjoying these but you guys listen so I'm assuming you do um I am just sipping on some tea this morning I'm drinking twinnings tea it is the super blend for immune support I think it is like a mango black tea it's pretty good I like this tea because it doesn't really require a sweetener. It has like a natural sweetness to it. And yeah, I really like that. So that's what I'm drinking today in case anyone is interested. So I know we're not at the end of the year yet, but I'm in a very reflective mood. I have been through so many transitions and changes this year that coming to this place in September where we're approaching fall and I'm excited about it. Like I feel the shift. I see the shift in, in nature. I feel the shift in myself and I feel just this new connectedness and groundedness in myself that I've struggled to cultivate all year long. So being in this space feels feels renewing to me. It feels like a restart. It feels like a second chance to approach this year, right? I don't know if anyone else can resonate with that, but if you can, I think this episode might be interesting to you. Or even if you can't, if you are just... Um, interested about what's been going on. I'm going to share a little bit because you guys know I'm not the most um, open person about my, my personal life, but I will share the lessons. I think that's the most important. Sometimes the stories are just like, you know, there's spaces for that, but the space that I've created online is not for that anymore. So I will be sharing the lessons though. So yeah, I guess I'll start with 
just as I mentioned, like 2020 has felt very turbulent for me in a lot of ways. And as of the last month, I felt this new groundedness in every area of my life. I felt it in other areas of my life previously, like in other months and different times of the year. But I would say in the last 40, maybe to 60 days, I've felt a radical shift. And a big part of that radical shift came from me attending the Blooming All Over retreat, which I talked about last year as well, because I went last year. And that retreat is hosted by Danielle Lyles Barton, who is my sister, my mentor, my friend, who I love so much. And um, I was blessed with the opportunity to attend the retreat, even though I did not think I would be able to financially, um, just with the things that were going on in my life. It was not something that I was planning to go to, even though in my heart, I really wanted to be there because in the beginning of the year, I was actually planning to go there. So Danielle blessed me with a trip to attend and I was able to go. I am so grateful that I was able to go. And it just shifted everything for me. I was able to slow down, able to process, able to heal things, able to reveal things. And I think the most important thing that I got from that retreat was not what I learned through others, but what I realized was already waiting inside of me. Most of 2020, I did not feel like myself. I did not feel rooted. I did not feel grounded. I did not feel um, comfortable. And... Within just four days, I literally showed up feeling so empty, so heavy, such a heavy heart. And I left feeling so full and just able to pour into others. And that is a gift like no other. Like that right there is just like, that is the greatest gift is to walk away from a space feeling full when you entered it feeling empty and I remember maybe a few months ago someone asked me on Instagram how do you kind of like reset your life if you've been going through a difficult time and this kind of ties into it because honestly that's that's what I've done like that is that's truly what I've done is I've reset and even if you can't go to a luxurious four-day spa resort retreat um, that's okay you don't need that experience in order to reset your life I think if you can do something like that, you should. Something that I've learned from Danielle is the importance of incorporating those 
quarterly resets into your life. And I know that um, a lot of times we view self-care and healing as a luxury, but in truth, it really is not a luxury. I think it is a necessity. The same way we expense our bills, our food, our cars, like taking care of ourselves should be a priority. So if you have to incorporate that into your monthly bills, then do so. But it's only deemed as a luxury because a lot of us don't think of it until after we've paid everything else. And I used to be that way. That was something that I consistently did. And I've stopped doing that. Now I factor in my self-care as a priority, as a necessity. And that doesn't just include self-maintenance, right? Like getting your nails done. Excuse me. Getting a pedicure. That also includes, you know, therapy, right? Like, include your therapy sessions in as a bill. Include your massages in as a bill, like, as a life responsibility, right? Like, budget it into your life. If you're into acupuncture or whatever healing modalities that float your boat, right? Like, this episode is not necessarily about, like, creating that. This is just a reminder that those things are necessities, So, you know, for me, making this a priority to go to this retreat was a necessity to me. And I'm so grateful that I did because while I was there, one of the beautiful things that shifted for me was I had this space now after all of this grief and all of this loss and all of this transition and all of this um, newness and all of the abundance that came into my life and all of the Um, openings and closings, all of those things that I had not had a chance to process. Going to Tucson, Arizona and staying at this beautiful resort where everything gets taken care of. You can get rides to and from everywhere on the resort. You can eat as much as you want, pretty much whenever you want. There's spa services available, some that you have to pay for, some that are just credited to you every single day. And having that level of, you know, like the load is just taken off. I get to breathe deep. I get to relax. I don't have to worry about cooking or cleaning or any of that. I just get to show up and just be. It allowed space for me to process all these other emotions that I had not had a chance to because I had been operating in survival mode for so long. That the feeling of grief or the feeling of loss or the feeling of sadness or the feeling of being blessed because I'm receiving abundance or the feeling of navigating transition, I had didn't have the space or capacity to to honor and sit with any of that because my focus was how do I just get through the next day? How do I just feel good enough 
to show up and get through the responsibilities of the day. And I'm pretty sure some of you listening can probably resonate to that, where you are just going, going, going because you have to, because you have to get certain things done, but you don't feel connected. You feel numb from your experience, numb from your emotions because you're just surviving. And one of the ways that you can reset is by being intentional about slowing down, being intentional about pausing, even if it's just for a moment in your day. You don't have a weekend to go to a retreat, but maybe you have 30 minutes in the morning to take a walk. I think if you can submerge yourself in these spaces, that's great. But if you can't, you can do it in doses. It just may take a little bit longer for you to get to that healing, right? It may take a little bit longer. Me going on that retreat and staying there for four days and being immersed in that, it was like a supercharge, like a nitro boost, right? It was like, it was like a it just gave me like that umph really quickly to navigate the space. Whereas prior to that, I was taking bite-sized pieces, right? And there's nothing wrong with that because that's what I could, that's what I had access to at the time. So the true thread of healing, whether you're suffering from grief or loss or, um, In any capacity, right? Friendships, relationships, jobs, um, loved ones passing on, whatever that looks like for you, whatever those seasons of transitions have looked like for you, one of the ways to deepen into your healing and to get back to feeling like yourself through a reset is by cultivating ease, cultivating space in your life. Literally just making moments to slow down and sit. And I know it may feel hard, right? And I'm not necessarily saying meditate. I'm not necessarily saying you have to like sit and meditate for hours upon hours. I'm saying give yourself 10 minutes to go outside and sit down on a bench or in the park or to take a walk in nature. Allow your nervous system to start to reset. So that your body can recognize, okay, it is safe for me. I am safe. I have the space to unpack these things. And if you're not safe, if you're not safe, if you're literally not in a physically safe environment, then that is probably your first step is to get safe, to get to safety, right? So cultivating ease, the prerequisite of that is safety, right? I'll be honest about that and say, like, there has to be some level of safety in order to cultivate ease. But once you have that, most of us, I believe, have that to some degree. Now be intentional about cultivating that. And for me, what that looked like was getting out of a space that was filled with congestion and people and noise And escaping to nature. Nature is the best remedy for me. Nature is one of the most healing remedies for me. So just being in a place where I wake up and I can hear the birds chirping and it's quiet, it's peaceful. Um, 
I can take walks at pretty much any time of day and feel safe and grounded and being intentional about, okay, when I get up and I go out for these walks and I go out and sit, trying not to distract myself, right? And at first it was hard because my mind was so busy. My mind was so active and I was trying to process so much that it was a challenge to just sit, even as a meditation instructor, right? But with time, with practice and with grace, it got to a point where the stillness became my therapy. The quietness that I felt when I walked outside started to become the quietness that I felt inside. Inside of my heart, inside of my body, despite where I was and what may have been shifting, I began to carry that with me. The less I resisted it, the more that I flowed in it and allowed it to integrate into my body, my cells, my mind, the less resistance I felt, the more expansive I felt. And the joy, the joy, the deep, deep, deep joy that I feel now as a result of that. is so nourishing to wake up in the morning and to get to decide how I'm going to nourish myself, how I'm going to take care of myself from the foods that I eat to the music that I listen to to the activity that I do with my body. There's a level of peace that has been cultivated that is so rich. And that started for me when I decided to sit in the discomfort. Sitting in the discomfort is... the key. It's the key. I know we don't want to do it a lot of the times, but it's the key to a lot of the healing that we're trying to access and a lot of the pain that we're trying to escape from. There's this album by an artist that I enjoy so much named Mariba, and it's called I don't want to slaughter it. I think it's the jungle is the only way out or the jungle is the only way through. But it is a tie or play into the the quote, the only way out is through. And that applies to our healing. The only way out is to go through it to sit in it, to experience it, to live in it, to let it be, to let it pass. Can't run from it. So if you've been running from that, if you've been running from that, 
this is your invitation to to stop running. So those are my reflections. And now I want to move into Actually, I was going I was going to move into boundaries and like what came after those reflections and um just the changes that I made, but I think that's more action oriented and I'm feeling really led instead to go deeper into this theme of letting go. So if you're with me on that and you want to stay on this theme and stay in this space, I invite you to just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And we're just going to flow right now. Because I feel... Something very, I feel like a stirring happening, like a shift. And I know that this is, this is for someone, whoever's listening, that this may be for. Um, just join me in this. Just close your eyes. If you can, if it's safe. And just notice your breathing. You don't necessarily have to change it. Just notice it. Notice. Notice the patterns of your breathing. If it's shallow, if your breaths are full, notice. And bring your attention to your low belly. You can even place your hand over your low belly. And take a deep breath, breathing into your low belly, noticing your belly expand as you breathe. Exhaling out through the mouth. Again, breathing in. And out. Again, breathing in. And out. Continue to breathe in that pace, in that rhythm. And bring your awareness to your tailbone. If you're sitting, Bring your awareness to your tailbone. And if you happen to be standing, you can also bring your awareness to your feet. And 
just take a moment to notice the connection between your feet, the soles of your feet, or your tailbone rooted, the base of your spine rooted, anchored to the ground beneath you. And begin to notice if you can create some space between your vertebrae from your tailbone all the way up your spine to the crown of your head, just elongating, opening, right? Expanding, shoulders opening, chest opening, heart open. Remembering to breathe in through the nose. And out through the mouth. And as you breathe, and as you open, as you expand, allow a softness to move through your body. Reminding yourself that it is a birthright to experience ease and peace. And as you breathe, I invite you to simply listen. Don't feel the pressure to repeat these words or to memorize them. Just Listen, allow them to come into your subconscious mind as you breathe. As we practice cultivating a space of ease and reprogramming our stories. It's important that we remind ourselves. So I share these words, I share these lessons with you in hopes that they leave an imprint on your journey. Taking a deep breath in through your nose, receiving these words, simply listening, absorbing. Exhaling out. I am not wrong for distancing myself from people who don't honor my boundaries, even if they are family or were close to me once. I am not ashamed of my easeful life. Good things are always happening to me. I deserve every blessing. I call in abundance and blessings with ease. When I'm in alignment, everything flows towards me. I don't have to hustle. My easeful life may be a trigger to others who choose to live in struggle, but I will continue to rest in my divine feminine energy. I don't have anything to prove. 
taking a deep breath in through the nose, receiving all of that beautiful oxygen, breathing out through the mouth. And when you feel ready, bringing some movement back into the body. Blinking the eyes open. Joining me back here in the space. So, I hope that this episode and little mini meditation... (laughs) That was impromptu, but spirit-led nonetheless. Was nourishing to you. I will likely make another episode about, specifically about boundaries and raising your standards and expecting the best. Kind of like a part two to cultivating ease. Because that is a part of it. But we'll see. It may be a part two. It may be content on Instagram. I'll really just flow with it and see what comes naturally. But I pray that this was exactly what you needed today. If it was, make sure you head over to my Instagram. Send me a DM. Leave a comment if you're listening on YouTube. Leave a review if you're listening on Anchor or iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. And... um Also, you can feel free to send me an email. I don't typically suggest that people send me emails, but if you want to send me an an email um, to share anything, really, (laughs) feel free to do so. You can send it to uh, soulbeautychat at gmail.com. And uh, also, if you're listening on Anchor, I would love to hear from you. You can actually send me a voice message that I can then respond to on the next episode. So that's an option as well. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Before we get any further into this episode, I want to share with you a resource that I've been using called Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a solution for people seeking traditional mental health counseling who would prefer hearing from the perspective of a Christian. If you are seeking a mental health professional who is a practicing Christian, Faithful Counseling may be a great option for you. I'm going to share a few details about this app in case you're interested in checking it out. One of the best things is that you can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not a crisis line and is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online with real therapists. One of the best things also is that there is a broad range of expertise and faithful counseling's counselors network, which may not be locally available in some areas. However, the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. And you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, as with traditional therapy. Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change your counselors if needed. 
is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need assistance. Faithful Counseling wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read some of their testimonials that are posted daily, or you can listen to my personal review that I shared a few years ago, I think, maybe like a year or so ago, um, before this collaboration came about, and you can learn about my personal experience. If you're interested in signing up and joining over half a million people who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of a professional, uh, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. Again, if you're interested in taking charge of your mental health, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. By using my link, you will get 10% off your first month of sessions. And again, that's getfaithful.com slash soul beauty. Back to the episode.